0: Thank you for joining the Dark Light Podcast. Here at the Dark Light Podcast, you will find information about the absolute truth. Hang on tight as we go to discover the light in the darkness. Did you ever have an imaginary friend when you were a kid, when you were growing up and you were playing by yourself and you got bored so you made up an imaginary person to play with? Or maybe you were stuck in your room and you imagined that there were people inside your closet under the bed. In the drawers your imaginary friend and you would talk to your imaginary friend and play with your imaginary friend as children we do this naturally it's a way that we stretch our imaginations our thoughts we ask questions we evaluate our environment as adults, we spend our time trying to determine the difference between reality and make believe. It is very interesting that the human mind, the human psyche, has the ability to conceptualize in a random almost non-physical way to conjure up ideas and thoughts which then become interacted with as if they were real thoughts real things actual people Places. Sometimes in psychology, psychiatrists will determine that the imagination and the psyche of a person is so off kilter, so out of balance. That they will have the individual committed to a, what we used to call insane asylum. To a place where people are held that are usually criminally insane or so unable to care for themselves that they have to be locked up. We talk about the padded cell, the padded room where people are tragically left to just exist. It's a tragedy when someone loses their mind. But this is part of the imagination, part of the imaginary process perhaps the imaginary process gone mucky muck, cuckoo but it's still the mind playing tricks trying to realize a non-reality in a real sort of way enter the world of religion the world of psychosis and religion enter the world of spirituality where spirits sometimes known as demons exist for some people That's just an imaginary world, but for others, it's very real. And it is this dichotomy, this conjecture of reality versus imaginary that brings me to my topic today of the imaginary friend the imaginary Jesus many so-called educators teachers especially in the public educational system are considered Non spiritual, non religious, atheist in their thinking, in their thought processes. What does this mean? How does it affect our educational system? When we're teaching a child what is real and what is imaginary, what is true and what is false, what is good, and what is bad? What happens when your teacher doesn't believe in half of reality? What happens when your instructors do not accept the notions of religion? The notions that say that God, Creator God, actually exists. What do we do with an educational system that denies the existence of Jesus the Christ? These are questions that we must ponder as adults. If we are ever going to get to the bottom of the societal problems, the societal dichotomies, the issues within society that are causing our world to crumble before our very eyes, the crime rate is up, the killings are up, the shootings, the stabbings, The incomprehensible death and destruction is all around us. It's in the cities. It's in the suburbs. It happens in the daytime and it happens at night. Nowhere seems to be safe anymore. Nowhere seems to be able to grasp and control the out-of-control chaos that we see every day on television, that we experience every day in our lives. Why is this? What is it about the imaginary world that has creeped into our real existence, into our real day-to-day world, our day-to-day lives? that cause us to question even reality. I want to suggest that the wolves in sheep's clothing are to blame for the debacle of what we now see as the demise of Western society. There was a time when people believed, had faith in the church, had faith in religion, had faith in the faith itself, believed that God was in charge, believed that Jesus the Christ was the Savior of the world. Oh, all of those things are definitely still believed by many people. Many Christians are in the world today. But what do they actually think? What do they actually believe about the truth as it is in Jesus the Christ? The problem today is that as Christians and as believers in spirituality, we have traded reality for make believe. We have created a Jesus of our own imagination, we have created a process of religious. Activity which is not based on the word of God, the scriptures themselves, but rather is based on a feel good want to achieve greatness, prosperity, and all at the same time get along with my neighbor. We want an easy way out. We don't want to think too hard. We don't want to be challenged. We don't want to study. We want to be spoon-fed. We want to be handed the truth on a silver platter so we can just set it aside and ignore it. We want people to stand in front of us and tell us smooth things that make us feel warm and fuzzy. We don't want to be challenged by the reality of the end of all things. We don't want to think that maybe we're on the wrong path. We don't want to give up anything that we hold near and dear so we create an imaginary world with imaginary friends an imaginary social network which is pure electronic nonsense and then we add to that a Jesus that we created out of thin air a Jesus that everybody likes A Jesus that we made up. An imaginary friend. It makes us feel good for the moment. But when the hard times come, when reality strikes, and death and destruction touch your life, reality begins to dawn. We see... That we are nothing but empty vessels, shells of a person. We have no foundation. Jesus the Christ said that the wise man builds his house on the rock, but the foolish man builds his house on the sand and when the storm of life comes. The wise man's house will stand, but the foolish man's house will fall. The only difference in the two houses are their foundation. The foundation is the important thing. The truth as it is in Jesus the Christ is all that matters. We can be assured of eternal life, of salvation here and now. We can be ready to meet our Maker. In a moment's notice, here and now. But we must build a true foundation. We must stand on the rock. The essentials of the truth as it is in Jesus must be a part of our thinking. Must be a part of our life. Jesus the Christ said, Many are called, but few are chosen. Why is that? What is it about the life, the Christian life? The life that is given to us by God himself that allows us to be the best that we can be. Why is it that that life is so difficult to find? So difficult to be a part of? What is standing in our way? What is keeping us from the true the real world the life everlasting the glorious future what is it that we allow into our world into our life that keeps us from asking the important questions Jesus the Christ said Where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. All power is given to me in heaven and earth. Ask anything in my name, and I will do it. And then, Jesus the Christ breathed on them and said, Receive my Spirit. The Holy Spirit that the Bible speaks of is available to each one of us here, today, now, in this moment. We have the ability, we have the power to choose, to receive the Holy Spirit of God himself into our lives. The Holy Spirit can bring us everything that we need in order to live a productive, glorious life. Do you want to be happy? Do you want to have everything you need in order to live a happy life, a fulfilled life, a glorious life that will lead you to a glorious future? All you have to do is receive the Holy Spirit into your life. No more following the wolves in sheep's clothing. No more listening to the lies pawned off as eternal truth. No more guesswork. Simply accept the Holy Spirit into your life. Right here, right now. Take the time to ask God to give you His Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit consumes your thoughts, empowers your choices, gives you the energy to Get up in the morning and live your glorious life. It is then that the truth will be revealed to you personally. You will be able to have a personal experience with God, with Jesus the Christ. Your life will be transformed into the glorious life which will lead you to the glorious future. Have no doubt. Ask today for the Holy Spirit. Do not despair or give up. The Holy Spirit is available to you right here Right now, only believe. First Timothy, six, verse twenty. O Timothy, guard the deposit entrusted you, avoid the irreverent babble and contradictions of what is falsely called knowledge. So here the young evangelist Timothy is being admonished, warned that he is to guard carefully the information that has been given to him. And that he should avoid those who are teaching false doctrines, false ideas, which are nothing more than myths, mythos, which go against the original teachings of the Word of God. Have you ever wondered why there is a theological seminary, an educational system, a school for every different Christian denomination? There's a theological seminary for the Baptists, a theological seminary for the Roman Catholics. A seminary for the Latter-day Saints, Mormons. A seminary for the Methodists, the Lutherans, the Presbyterians. It just goes on and on and on. Why is that? Well, I'll tell you why. It's because the teachers, the wolves in sheep's clothing... Have decided to lie and to teach lies which are not found in the Holy Scriptures the Bible itself oh they can quote scripture just like the devil can when Jesus was being tempted on the mountain the devil himself coded the Word of God. He coded it incorrectly, but he still coded the Word of God. So we must be very careful when the teachers, the theologians, the pastors, the bishops try to teach us their knowledge. We must avoid the vain babblings which do not match the word of God itself. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Jesus the Christ is the living word. Jesus the Christ said, The words that I speak unto thee, they are spirit and they are life." We must be very careful as we tread through the field to avoid the minds and the devices that are set to destroy our spirituality to destroy our understanding of the truth itself. Take the time to study, to ask the difficult questions. Pray, seek the truth. Ask the Holy Spirit to guide your mind. And your thoughts and the Holy Spirit will be your guide Colossians 2 verse 8 see to it that no one takes you captive by philosophy an empty deceit according to human tradition according to the elemental spirits of the world and not according to Christ so we see here that the church is being warned not to be deceived by tradition. Why is it that the traditions of the church have become so prominent in our lives in the Christian world today? One of the most common traditions in the Christian Church is the observance of Sunday as the day of rest, the day of holiness unto the Lord, the day which finds most Christians in church praising God that's a tradition the church has been warned against following vain traditions oh but we say Jesus the Christ was raised from the dead on the first day of the week and so We worship Him by observing the first day of the week, but what does the Bible teach? Nowhere in the Bible are we taught or admonished to observe Sunday as a day of rest. Nowhere in the Bible is Sunday even mentioned as a significant day of the week. It is merely a tradition of the church fathers, it is merely a tradition of men. And the Bible warns us not to follow. In the traditions of so called philosophers, in the traditions of so called leaders of the church, it is extremely important that we allow the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, to guide our minds into the truth as it is in Jesus the Christ. The reality is the Christian world is going down a destructive path. A path that leads to darkness and death we must choose the light we must find the light of truth as it is in jesus the christ we must study the word of god and we must stand on the solid rock so that when the storms of life come, our house will not be destroyed. Matthew 15, verse nine. And in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the precepts of men. So we see from this verse that Jesus the Christ himself is stating a basic fact. The problem with most people most Christians is that they are worshipping Jesus the Christ in vain because they're following the teachings, the traditions which are made up merely by common people, common teachers, wolves in sheep's clothing. The Bible tells us to prove all things. Hold fast to that which is true. If you want to be in the circle of life. The glorious life which leads to the glorious future. You must discard all ideas which are based on man-made traditions and follow the truth as it is in Jesus the Christ. Otherwise, your worship is in vain. It's useless. It's a waste of time. The imaginary Jesus must be replaced by the truth as it is in Jesus the Christ. It's time to stop sucking your thumb, as it were. It's time to grow up and stand on the solid rock of the truth as revealed in the Word. Of God, the Scriptures, the Holy Bible. Anything else is a lie. Anything else is treason. You have been listening to The Dark Light. Thank you for joining us. Please like, subscribe, and tell your friends about the Dark Light Podcast. We would love to have you here each and every day to discover the light in the darkness.